everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Caleb Malone. Hey, Emma. Thanks for having me. Caleb, so glad you're here. We've like sort of met. Yeah. I don't really know, but we officially met. Now we really know each other. That's right. As we typically do on the podcast, would you share a little bit about how you came to know the Lord? Fast forward, what are you up to these days? Yeah, so I grew up in the church, grew up in a Southern Baptist church. We were there twice a week. Um, Nice. Great kid, great example um, in my life of of how to follow Christ and went to college and uh, I kind of call my this part of my life, the frog in the boiling pot, like I started mm. to drift. And D.A. Carson talks about how we don't drift toward holiness. We drift toward things of this world. And right. so before you know it, this creep starts and you end up on the other side of the spectrum from where you began. And mm. so um, that guy met a girl. Um, she's my now wife of more than 11 years. Awesome. But at the time, we were not where we should have been. Mm. And marriage was really, really hard. The first year, year and a half, almost two years of marriage. She'd probably tell you longer than that, but— were really tough. Mm -hmm. Um, And God used the foundation group ministry at Watermark and Scott and Susan Coy, our leaders, to redeem our marriage. Wow. Um, And it actually brought my wife to Christ. Really? Yeah. So I actually drifted so far, and and she wouldn't mind me sharing this with you, but I drifted so far that we were unequally yoked and I married a non-believer. But now she and I lead foundation groups and she leads in square one, and we have four little girls, so seven, fun. five, two and a half, and nine months. Yeah. And I just, I kind of get choked up talking about it because God's been so kind, I shouldn't have any of this. So I, I bet they keep you busy, too. They do. They keep me everything. They keep me busy and broke and tired <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And smiling. And smiling most days. And <laughs> most days. Most days. What do you do for work? Uh, I'm a small business owner. I own a legal career business. Cool. I don't know what that means. It's okay. It's not interesting. All right, cool. And then we should just jump into Numbers 14. How about, how about that? Numbers 14, what you got? Like, well, what What do you have for us? I uh, Did you ever watch the Andy Griffith show growing up? Yeah, maybe. Okay, so. I have a vague memory. Sheriff Andy and Deputy Barney Fife, and they're in church one day. They're in the Southern Baptist Church, and Barney's kind of a goof, and he starts nodding off, and he falls asleep during the sermon. And afterward, they're walking outside, and the pastor's greeting everybody outside. It's a pretty day, and they're all wearing their suits. And and uh, he says, Barney, Deputy Fife, what'd you think of the sermon today? And he goes, oh, pastor, it was so great. It's, you know, sin. You just can't ever talk enough about sin. <laughs> and Andy turns over to him and says, Barney, the sermon today was not at all about sin. But he nodded off, and it was so he just what he assumed. What, yeah. yeah, he didn't know. But— I don't think we can talk enough about sin. Mm. People don't like to talk about sin, but like we should be waging war on sin. We're all sons of Adam, daughters of Eve. We were literally born into it, except mm-hmm. Christ being born of a virgin didn't suffer the same fate that the rest of us did. And so um, I heard uh, a quote by J.C. Ryle where he says that sin never announces itself to us with its full intentions. Mm. Right, and so we don't really— Sin never announces itself to us with its full intention. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and so we don't—I don't think we really understand the effects that our sin has on other people, and that's the Numbers 14 angle here, Mm. is that um, sin is generational. Like, we were born into sin. Sin affects everybody that's in our lives. You know, I was reading this morning something that that had never stood out to me before. With John 13, 2, when Judas Iscariot is betraying— Jesus during the Last Supper, that the Bible says he's 
During supper, the devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him. And the son of Simon, that prepositional phrase, had never stood out to me before. Hmm. It's like it wasn't enough that Judas did this, but like, oh, his father was Simon. And so it's like almost like they had to bring Simon and like generational thing mm-hmm. into it. And and the Bible's littered with begats and begats and begats mm-hmm. and begats. And like, and to understand fully like what we're born into, I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, how do you see that one play out in this chapter to play out in your own life? Yeah, so in this chapter, some spies go out into the promised land, and they're supposed to come back with a good report, and God's given them a deliverer and a, a promise, and instead of trusting in God to deliver them and trusting in his provision and trusting in the leader that they've given him, the people get together, and their own sin and their own rebellion leads them all to stay in bondage and slavery. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just shows how like that small spark, you know, like James talks about, a fire can be started by a small spark or a, a ship is controlled by a small rudder. It's the same thing happens here. It's like the, the, one, the one initial sin by the Israelites leads to this group of people that start grumbling and complaining and doubting God. And right in sin is just believing that God's not good and that you have a better way or that you know better or that he's not going to, not going to come through for you. And so that's what happens in Numbers 14. Hmm. How have those principles, like the belief that God isn't going to come through for you and that sin affects the people around us, how have those two ideas played out in your life? I think in my life, I feel like I could control everything all the time and Hmm. I don't have to. Um, There's a John Piper quote that I like that he says that sleep is our daily reminder that we aren't God. Mm. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, if we didn't have to sleep, imagine how much more we could accomplish every day. Oh, so much more. Yeah. But I, I told uh, David Peniel once, I was like, sleep's really a limiting factor for me. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't do life without it. But we need it, and it's, it shows trust in God. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think in my own life, if I could just control things all the time, it would go well with me. But it's the total opposite. And, I'm, and at the end of the day— when push comes to shove, I'm really glad that I'm not in control and that God's in control and he is more wise and he is more kind and he is more gracious and he is more loving than I ever can be. It's awesome, Caleb. Well, any final thoughts or you feel good? I have a couple of proverbs that I liked. Do you want me to throw those in? Yeah, throw them in. Final okay. thoughts. Final thoughts from Caleb. Okay, so Proverbs 10:17 says, Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Hmm. So, like, whether it's a father or a mother or whoever, if you reject reproof, you don't merely lead yourself astray, but you can lead a lot of other people astray, too. Hmm. Um, And there's Proverbs 14 says, The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Yeah, so being the father of four daughters, you know, I think we minimize that when we commit a sin, even one that we may consider to be a small sin— that it's going to affect only us. And I think that that's false theology. I believe that, as I said one time, sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. Mm-hmm. So not only does sin have its consequences, but each time we sin, we're reinforcing a pattern that's going to become harder and harder to break. And I think the hardest thing about being a parent sometimes is seeing yourself and the qualities in yourself that you don't necessarily like in your children mm. and battling with it. And it's not their fault. Like yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah, it's just sin. It's what they're born into. And you want to discipline them and try, but like 
you see the same sin patterns in yourself, and a lot of it is is my fault, but also the fault of the generations before me. And so, like, what can we do to break that cycle? Yeah, right? what's, the, what's the answer? Um, the answer is to, to become as much like Jesus as we possibly can every single day. Yeah. How do we do that? We spend time in the Word. We spend time with His people. We spend time in prayer. We remember the things that He's done for us. Uh, we learn to be more trustful in Him. Um, we remember that He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, mm-hmm. which I like about God. You know, in the A.W. Tozer Knowledge of the Holy, talks about God being immutable. Mm. And I'm a person who likes routine and rigidity, and I don't like change. And so that's my favorite quality about God. He is that change. I know he's never going to Consistent. Change. Yeah, consistent. The definition of consistent is, is our God. That's right. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So I think when you remember things like that, it can help you to become more like Christ. Oh, totally. For me, it's remembering that I have the Spirit's power in me. Like I hear those things and my mind can go to this place of like, gosh, I have to do so much to fix this. But it's choosing those behaviors out of his strength, right. not my own. And that's freeing for me. Well, thank you for being here, Caleb. Rebecca's saying we got to wrap it up. So... I'm glad you came in. Thanks for preparing faithfully. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Thanks for having me. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.